0: Right. You can tell me anything. Hey, see your man, Bens Pharrell. We're thinking out loud. How's everybody doing? I hope everybody's doing well. All right. Let's get down to this cocaine business that was found at the White House the other day. Ex-Secret Service agent assesses White House Cocaine Pro. Likely they have fairly good idea of the culprit. Former secret agent, Agent Bobby McDonald told news sources that the Secret Service has a fairly good idea of who may be involved with the cocaine that was found at the White House. The cocaine was reportedly discovered in a cubby in the West Wing entry area. And McDonald said most likely it was a staffers or the guests of a staffers, staff members, because it was found over the July 4th weekend. McDonald said Wednesday, the Secret Service conducts sweeps all the time, so the cocaine was likely left there around the day it was found. Uh, Like, political report that an official familiar with the investigation said the culprit is unlikely to be uncovered due to where it was found, officials said. People walk by there all the time. But McDonald disagreed with that report, along with the suggestion by a CNN reporter that a member of the public could have left the drugs. McDonald noted that public tours use a different entrance that where the cocaine was located and these cubbies are for specialized tours he said known people who work in and around the white house brings guests in for tours in this location let me tell y'all that again so y'all can have the transparency set McDonald noted that the public tours use a different entrance than where the cocaine was located. And these cubbies offer specialized tours, he stated. Known people who work in and around the White House bring guests in for tours in this location. McDonald said the area would have lots of foot traffic. On a Monday through Friday, but it would not over the weekend. So it doesn't have that much traffic, foot traffic over the weekends. He said Secret Service definitely have an idea of who was on the campus. Nobody knows that facility better. They know every nook and cranny of it, he told host Raymond Arrero. McDonald was the assistant special agent in charge of the Vice President Protective Division when Joe Biden was vice president. White House Press Secretary Karen Jean-Pierre responded to news sources Jackie Henrich questions on the drug, saying, the president thinks it's very important to get to the bottom of this. She said, Secret Service is getting to the bottom of it. When they was having their little news conference. I think uh Mr. Jean-Pierre is the hardest working house speaker I ever seen in my life. Uh Henrich reported that the Secret Service is conducting DNA and fingerprint tests and is reviewing visitors, logs, and surveillance. They're trying to get down to the bottom of it for real. McDonald said they will utilize every asset and capability they have. He said they will also reach out to other agencies for assistance. The Secret Service said Wednesday it is investigating the cause and manner of how the drugs entered the White House. Yeah, because that was like crazy as hell. That they found the drugs, I feel like they know who it is. they got to have um camera footage they gotta know like if they if they don't wanna know then if they don't wanna talk about it, if they don't wanna give details about it, that means somebody's covering it up. see what I'm saying if something is wrong if if there's something. With inside the White House, if there's somebody that's working within the Biden, the Biden administration or if it's one of the workers at the White House, like, if it's something that's going on inside within the White House, I'm pretty sure that they're going to cover it up. They're not going to, like, embarrass the White House. They're not going to do it. You know what I'm saying? They're going to like, nah, they're not going to do it. The only, like, entity that will go out their way to figure it out is like a outside news source or a freelancer news reporter. But as far as somebody inside the administration, not just the Biden administration, I'm talking about the administration that works inside the White House. Like, It could be Secret Service members or military members or anybody that's affiliated with the White House. I'm pretty sure they're going to cover it up and they're not going to say anything, especially not to embarrass the government. They're going to be like, hell nah. The only way I feel like they're going to get the truth is if a freelancer, a freelancer, an independent investigator... That works for a different news outlet is the only person that might find out and get the truth and stuff like that so they're probably gonna play around and fiddle with the news people for answers about this cocaine that was found on the west wing of the white house because i think that's very bizarre and it's extremely embarrassing don't you think like it gotta be mad embarrassing like come on man They're not going to talk about that shit. They're going to let that go. They're not going to say nothing. Yes, in other news, R&B singer cuts up National Anthem live on stage with anti-American lyrics. Blood built this land. Oh, Jill Scott. That's the singer. R&B singer and actor Jill Scott blasted America by changing the words of the National Anthem into claiming it is an oppressive state during a live performance on stage. All right. She didn't blast in America. She just told the truth. It's just the truth. You know what I'm saying? I'm just keeping it G. It's the truth. Jill Scott was performing on the second day of the Essence Festival on the perceived systematic racism in America, saying the country is not the land of the free. Essence a lifestyle magazine that hosts the festival. They commented, everyone please rise for the only national anthem we will be recognizing from this day forward. Jill Scott, we thank you. The lyrics said, oh say can you see by the blood in the streets? (laughs) Huh. That this place doesn't smile on you, colored child, whose blood built this land with sweat in their hands, but we will die in this place and your memory erased. Oh say, does this truth hold any weight? This is not the land of the free, but the home of the slaves. Yes, Miss Jill Scott, tell them, please. Scott has previously said in an interview with Jamel Hill that she has considered leaving America due to the racial climate and would look forward look forward to a better education system. What I've been talking about in most of my segments, damn near every segment that I'd say, similar to what she's talking about you have to restructure the education system in America because it's wrong. But I consider the fact that the owner of this country did not want free thinkers in this land, only wanted slaves. Like, I generally believe that it's, we all are slaves, not just black people, we all are slaves. These white counterparts, they can think that they have the piece of the American pie. They could, they are in an illusion that they have the American piece of pie, but nah, we all are slaves. I believe that. That's my point of view. There are some things you don't have to deal with in other countries. We're looking at Holland. The education is dope. The healthcare is dope. There's very few confines on your personality if you want to go get some or buy something, ain't nobody tripping on you. I like the idea of people being able to be free as long as you're not harming anybody. In protest of perceived racial injustice, entertainers and athletes have used their stage performances and games to drive home their concerns. Systematic discrimination Is all over the place Athletes and the NBA The NFL and other sports Have kneeled for the national anthem Starting in 2016 When Colin Kaepernick Formerly of the San Francisco 49ers The decision to kneel Started a firestorm across the league And even reached the upper echelon Of the White House Yes, third Oh, yes, yeah, sir. I don't know if you. Say, can you see? Mm-hmm. the blood in the street mm-hmm. That this place. Moth There you go, that's what she's saying right there. Other singers like Beyonce have released songs with similar messages, including Black Parade, which discusses racial division. Put your fists up in the air, show black love, she sang. Need peace and reparations for my people. I can't forget my history and her story. It continued, being black, maybe that's the reason why they always mad. Rubber bullets bouncing off of me, made a picket sign off of your picket fence. Take it, a, take it as a warning. Mm-hmm. You got to tell them. You got to let the people know, because it's just the truth. You see what I'm saying? I I feel like I personally feel like that black people. Not I don't know. I don't know. I feel, well I've been to other countries. So, I feel like it's just America. Period. You see what I'm saying? America did that, cause I've been to other countries, and I never seen like I've been to Canada. Like I never seen Canada, the Canadians, like the white people in Canada, they never had like animosity when I walk up into the stores or if I walk into like a venue. Going to a place, I never seen them say anything or act towards black people. They they treat us like human beings. They don't, they don't even see no color. You see what I'm saying? There was no discrimination or no color. You was a human being. Now, if you was doing something wrong or doing something bad, and you running around acting up, then that's what you was doing, and you're gonna be held accountable. No matter what color you are but in america america is different you know what i'm saying i've been outside the country they don't see color i've been to many different countries you know like the, the only country that i can honestly say that got discrimination is the the dominican republic they do that they do that to their own like you got dark-skinned Dominicans and then you got light-skinned Dominicans. The light-skinned Dominicans think they better. But whose fault is that? It's the American media that does that, right? Because cause in the Dominican Republic, they have the same media, the same television programs as the Americans. So they, the perception is based off the American television programs, if you really want to think about it, because I know the Dominican Republic, I've been there already. So, they're the only one, like I'm trying to think of other countries that has that mentality. Oh, you dark-skinned, you ain't shit, you ugly as fuck, I'm light-skinned, that means I'm pretty and stuff like that. There's people that actually has that mentality. Like, they really believe that in their mind. Like, it's all in their mind. And that shit is projected... In American society like that's how it is there's people who actually believe they are better than you because they are lighter they have a lighter complexion than you there's people that believe that man I'm in Houston Texas I and I, I have a lot of Mexican friends but you got some racist Mexicans and stuff like that and I'm like what the fuck like when I first witnessed that I'm like what the fuck this stupid ass motherfucker right here think he's better than me because you know they probably think they Mexican and stuff and they think they better and I'm, and I'm like the the I don't know the uh uh the audacity to even think that way makes you look so uneducated, so silly, and so dumb, you know? A lot of these... Let me tell you something. A lot of culture and style and the way that you act and the way that you dress, it really all comes from black people. It really... Like, if you really want to think like that, okay. If you want to think that you better than darker-skinned people or whatever if you really believe that in your mind, all of the styles, everything that you do, even the music, it all comes from black people. The way that you wanna talk, the way that you wanna be funny, the way that you wanna undermine somebody, it's all come from black people. The finesse, it all comes from black people. The way that you dress, it came from black people. All right. The struggle, the how you call it, the work ethnics, it came from black people. You could you could disagree with me all you want. But it came from black people. All of the styles of clothing, it came from black people. Just think about it. Think very in depth when I'm talking about here. Like, like, you could argue with me or you won't. You could get mad. You could get very sensitive. I don't really care. But look. Look at the style of clothing. Look at it. Just look at deep in it. It came from black people. Not one time in my life, I looked at a white person and wanted to dress like a white person. Or any other race. Or any other color. Like, I never did that. The way that I dress is I come up with an idea in my mind. I'm like, man, I want my jeans to look like this. I want my jeans to look like that. I never looked at another person and wanted to be like, oh, that's a nice style. I should dress like that. Nope, never did it. I always like clogs, clocks. It's a brand of shoe. I I always liked it since I was a child. My mother will back me up. My mother would tell you straight up. Yeah, he always wear that. That's his style. I always been wearing Air Forces since I was a baby boy. Air Forces, Jordans. I have to like this nigga to want it. When the Yeezys came out, I didn't really like them at first. I didn't. That's the truth. When the Yeezys, I'm talking about the Yeezys that came out with the Adidas because Yeezys, Yeezy, the uh, Kanye had brands, different brands that came from different um, name brands, uh, uh, apparels. But I'm talking about, specifically, I'm talking about the Yeezys from the Adidas. When I first seen them, I didn't really like them like that. But when I got up close to them and seen how they looked like in person and tried them on, that's when I started getting into the style. When they first came out, I really didn't care about them. I was like, man, those shits look funny as fuck. So I never wore them till I got up and close and personal. Until I started looking at them for real. And I was like, okay, let me buy a pair. Pretty expensive. Because when I first bought one, like, I bought the 700s. They were like, goddamn, eight, dollars $900 and stuff. But I had money. You see what I'm saying? So I said, fuck it, give me that pair. It looked kind of good and it's comfortable. It looked very nice. It looked, it look, the clothes and the apparel looked very nice. So the style came from us. The way that you talk, the way that you have an attitude, it came from the black people. So why, oh why, oh why, oh why? Keep hating on us, keep oppressing us, making us feel guilty, making us, trying to um, put us in jail for the rest of our day, always stealing from us. And then whatever type of music, genre, we make or talk about telling our stories always hit the biggest stage in America. Probably worldwide, to be honest with you. But anyway, enough of that. You see what I'm saying? Even, look, 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 I can prove my point. Even the podcasting, I never wanted to do podcasting. Never wanted to do it. Somebody fought with me to do it. Somebody pushed me and irritated me to do the podcast. And now I found my own style, my own IP on the doggone podcast. And I do it every day with grace, no problems, not trying to copy off of no other podcaster. I do it my own way, my own style. And look at it. Look at it. I'm really, I'm actually dominating in it. I'm still in a small scale because I haven't been exposed yet. But once I get a, get a good exposure, I'm going to dominate the goddamn podcast game. I feel like it's inevitable. There's nobody that's going to touch me. You see what I'm saying? There's no way. You see what I'm saying? There's people. Okay, I took my podcasting, right? And I went around the community that I live with people that know me, and I let them listen. And they said, hell, motherfucking yeah. That shit sound good. Oh shit, you have a a totally different style than everybody else. This is way better, I can listen to this every day. Bam, right in your face. And I ain't even get exposed yet. And I'm a black person. I did not I have never had one inclination to copy off another doggone podcaster. I was I listened to other podcasters. I seen other YouTubers. I watched other YouTubers and stuff like that. Been on Rumble. I'm Rumble. I looked on I jumped on Rumble and looked how they did it. And I didn't copy off of none of them. I was just looking at it. I watch Vlad TV, but I wasn't trying to copy off of Vlad TV. I was just looking at it. And then it took me a while to come up with my own type of style, the way that I want to do it. But anyway, just giving you food for thought here. All right? I'm black and I'm proud. And I'm going to say it goddamn loud. And by the way, this is Thinking Out Loud with your man, Benz Pharrell. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel, Box Benji. That's box B-E-N-J-I, you know what I'm saying, the letter B, if you couldn't hear me correctly. And follow me on Instagram, Box Benji, same thing. And you could go on Rumble, Box Benji Rumble, if you don't know what that is, it's just like Instagram and YouTube put together. Doggone, let me spell it out for you. R-U-M-B-L-E, Rumble, like you about to rumble with somebody. You can follow me on that, Box Benji. Yes, sir. Twitch. Same thing, Box Benji. TikTok, underscore, Murder Envy. Let me spell that out for you, just in case you don't know. Just in case that you're a a bloody idiot. It is, underscore, Murder Envy. That's, underscore, M-U-R-D-E-R-E-N-V. As in Victor, I-I. Holla at your boy. If you have any comments or complaints, I will be glad to entertain you. Peace. I'll see you later. Right, oh, baby, tell me anything. I'm always coming around to Podcast Spotify got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So, no matter what your setup is like, you can get started today. Then you can get it distributed, your podcast to Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take a conversation with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for Podcasters, It took my talent to a whole nother level, and I'm happy about that. I feel like I have options like video podcasts and Q&A polls that lets me be creative on another level. I highly recommend it. you give it a try. Download Spotify for podcasters on your app store or go to the www.spotify.com podcasters to get started.